iTunes Celebrity Playlist Podcast. Hi, this is Jerry Cantrell from Alice in Chains. And I'm Chino Moreno from Deftones. That's right. We're sitting here at uh, Velvet Hammer at the uh, Nerve Center, and uh, we're getting ready to run down uh, our iTunes Celebrity Playlist Podcast. Say that three times fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, go ahead, Chino. Start us off, man. Okay. Um, wow, this is this was tough. I'm just going to start by saying this was this was tough to to pick ten songs. Oh yeah. You know, off of iTunes, you know, and uh, and try to get something from every little piece of types of music that I like. I mean, uh, I like all kinds of stuff. So this is kind of a just a all. It's like my list is kind of all over the place. So um, it's hard to see. Where do I want to start here? I'll start off with uh, with the first song that I picked. It's it's by a group called Tarantel. Uh, they're a San Francisco band. I think they're like a three piece, very minimal, um, like lush guitar stuff. I wish that we, we could actually sit here and listen yeah, to what we talked I, about. I, it, but, uh, I would, I would or just, just imagine very lush guitars, <laughs> big, uh, <laughs> big, you know, room, rooms, reverb sound, uh, you know, uh, drums and, uh, just beautiful, really, really soft mellow music that you put on whatever you, you know, you could be doing whatever. I mean, uh, cooking, showering, uh, you know, laying down for rest, uh, out in the backyard gardening whatever it's it's really peaceful and it's a uh, it's a uh, it's soothing to me i really dig it so check it out here first song i'm going to uh you know one of the one of the bands that kind of uh there's a lot there's so many bands that kind of turn you on you know when you're when you're a kid and mm -hmm. and uh but there's like a kind of a, a group of them and i picked from some of these that were kind of kind of important to me and and, and this band particularly kind of kind of turned everything on its ear and that's pink floyd and uh um uh, such a long career and a, a lot of changes and and uh just uh, masterful, masterful songwriting, and also that what I always liked about Floyd was uh, was their their uh, their ability to get visual with their music. You know, you could just listen to it and see. You know what I mean? And I mean, they did a lot of that stuff live too. But uh, I've always loved this song. It's it's a two in one, and I actually have another have another two in one on my list as well. But uh, this is uh, Pink Floyd, Brain Damage Eclipse. I'll see you on the dark side of the moon.
Okay, cool. Uh, this next track is um, by artist Perry Como. Um, oh yeah. I, I, out of all the, the, I guess the crooners or whatever you call them, or the you know just the, the vocalist, the soloist, whatever. Um, I, I always <laughs> go back to Perry. I, I, lo- I love his voice. It's very soothing to me. Um, this song actually that I pick is called the Rosary. It's I think it's off his. Um, what is it uh like gospel tunes that he does whatever but cool but uh, this one i always this is like the song that i always sing like when i'm in the shower or like when i'm uh <laughs> you know when i'm warming up like doing vocal warm-ups or whatever um um but it sounds you know it's it's really uh it's got just like i guess the 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 kind of uh like if you were in church kind of kind of uh like him behind it and then uh and then you have his, his lead vocal over it and that's all it is that's all it is it's musically it's all it is it's just vocals and uh yeah it's fun to sing like especially like you know when you're in those those arena locker room showers mm-hmm. oh, right? yeah, yeah. Like, you know yeah. um it's the, the reverb there's really good so it's, sure. it's really fun to sing yeah it's great doing warm-ups um, on those yeah but uh so check it out here it's perry como with the rosary oh memories that bless and burn Oh, barren gain and bitter loss I kiss each bead and strive at last to learn To kiss the cross sweet Cool. Um, let's see, where am I at? Uh, I'm going to jump in with Elton John. Um uh, another artist that's uh, really important to me, probably the first guy I ever really got kind of got turned on to musically. And uh, I always, st- I was always the kid that was way behind. Man, we never really had money to, to uh, money in the house, so I didn't really have a, uh, uh, records or too many, too many, uh, <clears throat> too many records of my own. I would always kind of get kind of turned on by my buddy's records and stuff so my next door neighbors they, they were cranking elton and everybody in school was too and of course all over ham radio at the time you know and uh, uh this song in particular madman across the water uh the whole record for that matter i think is just amazing the string arrangements and the writing and the feel and and you know i was kind of that's where i kind of put it together where i kind of put it together where you know, I was listening to this guy that's obviously English, lives thousands of miles away. Mm-hmm. I'm never going to meet this guy in my life. And I yeah. really don't even know what the hell he's singing about all the time. But it yeah. made me feel, you know. And so that was my connection of like, you know, this little inanimate disc of, uh, of plastic yeah. that has all this life on it and how magical that was. And that kind of sparked the idea that I wanted to do that too, you know. So That's awesome. Uh, so this is, uh, this is one of my favorite Elton John songs. I have so many of them. And, uh, and you actually, you actually did get to, get to meet with, I mean, you, you made some music with him, which is awesome. Yeah. Were you able to like tell him the story kind of, you know, it's like, it's so weird when you meet, you know, when you meet guys that you admire like that, it's like, that's probably the last thing they Mm want to hear because everybody tells them that. So, but, uh, it was just kind of trying to keep your, keep, 
keep yourself together and not be a goofy fan. But uh, you know, you of course you tell him. You know, I, I, you know, you tell him, tell him that uh, how much he he means to you, and and uh, to have him be be a part of our last record, especially after everything that we'd gone through and and uh, losing Lane and and saying goodbye to him and starting new again, mm-hmm. and have him appreciate that and be a part of it was was amazing. That's awesome. You know, man. and another uh, another really kind of cool thing was uh, was Elton was like uh, Lane's first. Uh, a concert as well so there's a lot of little connections there but uh, this is uh, this is Madman Across the Water next track that i'm picking here is uh, a group called i monster that i know very little about um i picked this this song uh, it's called heaven and uh since i started off on the gospel thing i think i thought i'd kind of keep the beginning of my list a little um a little you know north and south it, go, it goes south as, as it goes <laughs> as it goes on but uh, but it goes heavenly towards okay. the beginning so this is a cool this is a good way to start off i kind of uh, and um I don't know too much, like I said, too much about the group. I know that uh, it's it's electronic kind of bass thing. It's probably a couple guys, whatever. Um, it's another kind of really soothing song um, that, that I dig. And um, um, yeah, check it out, man. It's uh, Speak For Itself. I Monster Heaven. Next, next on my list would be uh, Fleetwood Mac, another band uh, right about the time uh, that I was listening to Elton John as well. Um, and uh, the song, the song, the chain, uh, to me, uh, I really, lo- I really, I mean, Rumors was such a god. That record was just you know gigantic, and and uh, and uh, this song is, is is so it's so minimal. And and also it's kind of uh, it's kind of dark and foreboding as well. And uh, I've always kind of been kind of drawn to music like that. And, and is this from the Rumors record? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, one of my favorites. And and you know we're Alice in Chains, so it's got Chain in it too. So <laughs> that's that's kind of cool. All right. Kinda maybe. Here it is, the Chain. All right, this next track uh, is a group called Tortoise um, and a song called Crest. Um, the band, I, th- I believe they're from the Chicago area or, so, or something, and it's a bunch of people. It's like probably, I don't know, I'd say. I saw, I've only, seen, I've, I've never seen them live. I've seen videos of them um, on YouTube, but it's it seems to be like a lot of people playing okay. um, from drums, guitars, xylophones. I mean, just a, a, 
array of, in, of different instruments. Uh, a lot of, you know, mostly organic stuff. There are some, some keys and stuff in there, or, uh, some, I guess, keyboards, whatever, but, uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, it's mostly, it's mostly organic kind of, um, very percussive, um, but, um, you know, very melodic too, um, group. And, and their and their their sound ranges. I mean, they they have a lot some more stuff that's more electronic based. Uh, this one is really bombastic sounding to me. And, and there's a there's actually a little. Uh, I wish I could play it for you. It's 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 a uh, probably maybe a third way in the song. And there's this there's this feedback that this on this guitar. And it's um it's one of my favorite pieces of music. The other day I got asked a question in an interview like uh you know what what guitar riff that I that I wish I wrote right sure. I wrote or whatever and right. I, I sat and I thought about it forever and ever. And then the other day I was listening to this and just this little feedback part <laughs> on the guitar like where it's you know he's not even really playing anything but it's like you know the feedback that he gets the notes that it hits and sure. then you know yeah. in the in the in the arrangement it hits and it's only like 3 seconds long but it's one of the most magical little little pieces of music that that uh you know just like jumps out every time i just wish i i could i was playing that guitar sure. at that moment you know yeah, yeah. so um uh so it's exciting to me but, but it's this band tortoise and the song is called crest see here let's uh let's let's keep it back to the this we're, we're seems like my list is <clears throat> my list is uh the way back machine and that's totally cool um let's 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 throw some kiss out there <laughs> all right now you guys are real you guys are real big kiss fans i saw that yeah you, yeah. Guys, you guys had all the uh had done all the makeup sean was uh sean was he was part of the kiss army so you know he probably yeah. doesn't want me to tell people that but he was <laughs> how do you become a member of the kiss army what, what, what is that i think all you had to do was pay <laughs> send okay. in some money and you get your little card and, okay and all that stuff and uh, another great story with sean i guess i guess in the uh at the uh in the Seattle Center, uh, when Kiss was playing there, when he was when he was a kid, I think his sister took him or whatever, and uh, he jumped the fence and actually got backstage and snuck in and hid under like a, I think he hid under the bus or under a, under a van or something like that, mm-hmm. and actually saw them without their makeup when he was a kid. And he had brought this brought an, an uh, I think an album and an eight by ten, and they signed it for him. And then years later. We did when when they got back together with the original lineup and yeah. uh, uh, Alice. Actually, some of our last shows uh, with Lane were actually doing those Kiss shows, and one was in Detroit. So Sean brought this thing and that he had, that they had signed. It was uh, it was Gene and Paul actually who had signed the thing, and so they signed it again. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I always kind of lo- I always kind of loved this song. Uh, it's just kind of over the top rock star stuff, you know, or whatever. But uh, 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 it's uh, it's Do You Love Me. You really love- Rock and roll All of the fame And the masquerade You like the concerts And studios And all the money, honey That I made But Do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? Alright, so the next track I have is uh artist MIA um, a lot of people know this uh, this singer um, she's been doing a lot of stuff lately and uh, she has a new album out this song is a bonus track off the album and um, 
Um, I like it a lot. It's, it's kind of, uh, reminds me of, uh, sort of if like, it's kind of weird, but the music, musically, it's really dark. So it has like this Angelo Belmonte or whatever, you know, the dude who does all the, uh, the, uh, Twin Peaks stuff, whatever okay. kind, of, kind of vibe to all it. Right. But then it, but then it sounds like, like new edition in some parts and, and mixed right. with like Prince or something. You know what I mean? It's like, it's really all over the place. Um, but it's, it's, it's kind of a darker song. The lyrics are really cool. I was reading them and, um, and, uh, I like when people sing about like stuff that is like, you know, she's talking about falling asleep with her caps lock on her, on her computer, you know, Mm -hmm. whatever. And, uh, I don't really understand it, but I love that when you read lyrics and you don't get it. And it's like people talk about random things and lyrics that are, you get a total visual of it, but you, you know, but you, who knows what she, it could be a metaphor for something or whatever, but, um, it's a great track. It's, it's new and it's actually just came out a couple weeks ago. So I figured I'd put something sort of new on my list. So here it is. Am I a caps lock? I want you to know my trying to go uh i'm gonna go country on this one um i was kind of both both my parents were uh, country music fans my mother and my father so that's kind of the first music i ended up uh or i started out listening to that and lawrence welk because my my grandmother was norwegian and she watched that show religiously but uh uh, a lot of hank williams uh and and a lot of old classic country uh artist you know classic country i've been getting into that a lot lately yeah i mean this is the songwriting the storytelling and the storytelling is what's really great about it yeah and uh uh, hank williams of course you know is probably uh you know one one of the the cornerstones of 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 country music and uh um you know you could really uh it was a real haunting element to him you know what i mean and and, it was dark you know what i mean something about it but uh I love putting all that stuff. What about, was there something about this, this track and specifically? Well, um, you know, I, I pretty much, pretty much anything that he did. I mean, but, uh, this particular one, uh, I'm, is, is, uh, I'm so lonesome. I could cry. And, uh, <clears throat> I don't know. You can, uh, I've just always been, I've always been attracted, I guess, to, uh, you know, there, there's nothing wrong with upbeat music and kind of lighter, lighter theme matter at all. And mm-hmm. sometimes that's a really good thing to, to listen to, you know, to kind of get you in a mood or just kind of blow through and get your spirits up or whatever. But I've kind of always been attracted to like the, I don't know, the kind of darker element Saturday, of humanity. I, you know I've I mean? always been the same way, you know, from, from growing up and, you know, listening to new wave, even and all the stuff that I listen to, yeah. like some, of, some of the darker stuff sure. of, you know, any artist that even my favorite artists, like a, Bands like The Cure or bands like whatever, I, they're poppy stuff. I just can't, I, I can, I can, I like it for what it is, but I always go to the dark stuff, the sad sure. stuff, the depressing stuff to, you know, just with music, the, those, when, you know, those, when those scenes are married, right. You know what I mean? It's just like, it takes you, you know, somewhere else, you know? Sure. And it's, uh, it doesn't, it's not, doesn't necessarily take you to a bad place. Just, yeah. you know I mean, it just kind of just, just, you know, takes you away. I think that's what music's supposed to do. It's supposed yeah, to be without a doubt. in some way. Without know? a doubt. And I mean, I think it's kind of like a, you know, without getting too like, heavy and lofty on it it's just like a shared experience you know everything's not good all the time and we yeah. all share things and there's and uh 
but it's it's a it's 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 a story it's 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 a great story song and and uh and a particular feeling and uh uh i, I really like this song a lot so here it is uh i'm so lonesome i could cry hank williams yeehaw the silence of a falling star lights up a purple sky and as i wonder where you are i'm so lonesome i could cry all right so uh well that's cool i'm now, now that we're on the um sort of still you know i'm playing playing some darker stuff here i'm gonna go with uh, nice. another torrential track, and this is, um, it's, it's called The Two Sides of Myself, Part Two, and the, the first one I played was Part One. So this one is actually, um, uh, it's actually, there's there's really not too much music played in it. It's mostly just kind of feedback and and, and a lot of uh, uh, sound, uh, like a, it's just like, a, I don't even know what, what these guys use to make stuff. It's like tape hiss and like a mm-hmm. kind of feedback and just like pedals turned on, you know what I mean? And just sure. manipulating them. And, uh, um, so, uh, it's a really soundscape type of type of song. Um, and like I said, there's not too many parts to it. It's just like this long kind of thing. I think it's, I believe the song itself is, uh, somewhere like close to seven minutes long. So, wow. uh, so this, this is all like, I, I have to say that I've, I've never heard it. So this is, this is like kind of, this is just music creating, creating a mood or it's actual songs. Lyrics um, some or? of it is, I mean, like some of their songs are this, okay. this song for instance is, uh, okay. is more of just, it actually, it could be the second half, I think to the, to the first okay. song that I played. Got, um, gotcha. but it's like an outro kind of to it. It's just maybe just like a long, where there's, you know, there's a, there's a lot of dissidence and a lot of notes happening in it, but it's not, it doesn't, it, it seems a little bit more free form you know okay. what I mean? and then they just kind of like cut a seven minute section out of it and, and put a song out of it but it, <laughs> but it definitely does it, it you know transcend you takes you to you know totally you know vibes out you can totally sit back and just you know whatever it's just it's just really relaxing and just like you know euphoric in a way you know so um but it's but it still has a dark edge to it so uh cool so check it out tarantel Ter- uh two sides of myself part two See, I'm gonna go Led Zeppelin. Um, uh, no quarter to me. There's so many great Zeppelin songs, yeah, and you know we're all talking about the same thing here. You know, we're fans of music, and and it's probably why we make music because we we kind of kind of dug so much of what what others have done, and and uh, and that's really great. That you know, I, I <clears throat> every once in a while. Not all the time, but you know, you know, uh, you get you get moments where you you realize that you're lucky to be able to to, to create music too, and, and kind of reach people, and and uh, but uh, you know, I was I always am drawn back to uh, a lot of the stuff that I first was turned on to, and and this song in particular, the 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 the, the keyboards of uh, John Paul Jones and uh, and the guitar riff and the drums together when it really kicks in of No Quarter, yeah, uh, just amazing, and you know the way that plant whales and uh one of the greatest bands of all time and uh another example of of uh a real visual songwriting you know and uh, and feel and vibe and uh 
a really kind of a spooky tune. So uh, this is uh, No Quarter, Led Zeppelin. My next track is uh, is uh, by Doctor Octagon, um, who is his alter ego is uh, well, Cool Keith is the, is the is the artist, but this is his actual uh, this is his, his one of his aliases, uh, Doctor Octagon. He goes and he has he made like probably I don't know how many records, maybe seventeen different like you know aliases, but this is one of them. This is one of his earlier ones, Doctor Octagon, which he uh, he uh, he made this record with. Um, Dan the Automator, who's another programmer, um, mm-hmm. uh, beat maker guy who, who's been doing a lot of stuff over the years. We actually worked, Deftones worked with him on, uh, on our last record on a, on a couple things. And uh, he, he's, he's an interesting dude. But, uh, but Cool Keith is a very interesting guy. I don't know if you ever listened to his, 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 <laughs> his, his rap, but I don't listen to too much. I mean, honestly, I don't listen to too much rap, hip hop kind of stuff. But uh, this is something that I always enjoy listening to because it's just straight off the wall. Like everything okay. he says is. is um, um, you know, there's, it's just, it's just, you could just, you hang on his words and then he'll just, you know, throw some outlandish crap out there. And it's just like, <laughs> it's, it's just fun to listen to, you know I mean? If you sit and dissect it and that's kind of what he expects you to do to sit and dissect his work. And, right, and right. uh, um, but this song is pretty fun. It's, it's a, it's kind of a stony track. Um, uh, it's called blue flowers, blue flowers by Dr. Archidon. So check it out. The light on the tip and turn the bright on supersonic waves combined and burn his brain waves. I see the mascot of evil. He's not Knievel. Shakespeare's gone. Don't even think about it. Yes. As I go into the park, I see blue flowers. It's raining green. By the pond, blue flowers. It's totally raining green. Uh, let's see. My next song, I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick Joe Walsh. Life's been good to me so far, uh, or life's been good. Um, I remember when I was a kid listening to this. I'm like, you know, uh, uh, you know, just thinking about thinking about what it is to to be a musician or whatever. And and this song kind of tells the story of a lot of whack stuff. <laughs> you know, he. Uh, uh, living in hotels, tearing out the walls. I have accountants pay for it all. You know, all of that oh, stuff. Just <laughs> uh, my Maserati does 185. Yeah. I lost my license now. Yeah. Like, don't Dude, drive. Those lyrics are insane. <laughs> it's funny because I, I just listened, I heard that song. It's on the radio probably a couple weeks ago when I was driving. Yeah, and that was the first time like as an you know as an older person. I mean, because I remember hearing that song when I was a lot sure. younger and yeah. didn't really pay attention to the lyrics, and now listening to it, just going. Wow, yeah, I mean that's pretty bold. Everything he's saying in the song, you know? totally. And the and and the, and the funny thing is now being you know kind of kind of doing it yourself, some of those things become true. <laughs> a couple of them, because yeah. I can relate with a couple of those scenarios, and I and I know guys that have done everything on that on in that lyric, in that lyric. So uh, uh, something I've always appreciated. I, I Joe Walsh is to me, uh, you know, as far as uh, as far as guitar playing and and tone. And uh, a real interesting writer, you know, a really, really interesting and unique writer. And uh, uh, I've always really dug him. And this song has always been one of my favorites of his. So there you go. There you go. I'm making records, my fans. 
All right, so here, where are we at here? Okay, uh, next track I got here is uh, from a band called Meshuggah, who um, to me is probably the best metal band I think that that exists today. I think um, I think ninety eight percent of people who make metal just are light years behind. You know what I mean? Once, right. ever, since this band came out, I think you know people got a lot of it's kind of like when Eminem came out like a lot of rappers had to pretty much go back to the drawing board and step the game up I right. think with Meshuggah I think they're just they're, everything they do I don't know if you've ever listened to them but they uh, I mean for one it's just heavy you know what I mean it's, it's, it's super aggressive mm-hmm. um, but you know great time signatures um, with vocally and you know rhythmically with the drums and guitars it's just insane you know what I mean you'll try sometimes you'll just you you just have to ride on the song and, and you know you, you'll try to find the pulse of it you know what I mean but it, the, the time signatures are, are, are wild sometimes and you have to like you know you have to sit back and just kind of you know figure out where you're at again um but then once you know them you know it's one of those things that once you know you know you know where it's where it's going it's like it goes to that place and you're so excited about it so uh this song is uh off this is an old it's off one of their older records called chaos fear but this song in um, in particular is just it goes through stages of heaviness that just like from beginning to end that it just are just unspeakable and then it fades out at the end which is really cool um but uh the song is called new millennium cyanide christ and like i said we're we're going south now <laughs> my, my, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a dark it's a dark it's just mean and it's just ruthless <laughs> and I, I love it so uh, check it out Meshuggah pick uh i'm gonna pick a david bowie song for my for uh for uh, my list and uh uh the song is fame and uh uh it's just a it, the the guitars are so out of tune on that song and it's just i kind of i kind of li- like that about i kind of like that about actually a lot of his music the the band was just kind of so out and sloppy but it was it was so good and so and worked so well you know and uh uh this particular song uh uh just just the simple the simple pulse of it you know and the attitude that he's throwing across and and uh and that that out of tune pull i mean that always got me you know and uh the middle section with a with a (laughs) with a the uh kind of voice the voice kind of going starting way way up like a speeded up tape and then uh slowing down and dropping all the way down it's always been one of my favorites and uh so uh we'll throw a little fame at you from david bowie guitars out of tune on this do you think no totally it is i mean if you listen to a lot of a lot of a, a lot of bowie tracks especially uh uh you know uh, i mean there's there wasn't a whole i don't think there was a whole lot of a whole lot of tuners around back then but it was kind of uh 
I think part of the appeal was kind of as it was kind of loose. Yeah, it was kind of loose and out of control, and things rubbed all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and sometimes uh, that's 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 cool because yeah, you know because then when it falls into place and then you get like the payoff. Yeah. You know what I mean? When things are just kind of like, eh. well, it kind of becomes it kind of becomes bigger than it is and kind of kind of forms like a kind of a natural chorusing effect yeah. or whatever. I was yeah. flying back from uh, from a gig. <clears throat> that we did with the Stone Temple Pilots, and I was sitting with uh, with uh, Robert DeLeo, mm-hmm. and he had some tracks of uh, you know we play I played uh, Led Zeppelin earlier on my list, and he he had some tracks of those, some of those Zeppelin records, and just listening, you you know how that song fits, how we know it, mm-hmm. it's it's just beautiful and magical. But when you tear it apart and hear like how out the bends are, so and, and, sound and, kind of and, curved, and the bass is a little off, you know what I wow. mean? Just it, but but the way it blends together. Is, is so amazing you know and uh but if you really dissect what's going on yeah. there it's it's not quite perfect but then again that's 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 great you know that's that's organic you yeah. know what i mean and that's what kind of makes the song it's live. one time one time only yeah, I mean, exactly exactly, exactly. Yeah. all right cool well uh let's see i got a couple more here um next next one i'm picking is a band called telephone tel aviv um uh this this record came out i think last year um it's called immolate yourself and uh, it's electronic kind of thing. Um, um, to me, it's it's kind of a, you know it has a lot of '80s kind of a, a sound to it, I guess. Like mm-hmm. as far as like kind of like new wave kind of sound to it, but um, it's sound it's done really well. I think it's like you know a lot of bands like try to make retro music, and it's more about like the way they look or something. You know what I mean? Or, mm-hmm. or, you know what I mean? But this this is actually it sounds very the music sounds very retro to me as far as you know. 80s kind of sound the synths they use i think and everything okay are, are really uh everything seems seems real you know um i don't know who the guys are i, I read on it's weird because i read on their um wikipedia that one of the guys died i guess like last year or right after this record came out like i think like a, a couple weeks after the record came out but i believe um i think it was two guys and i i, I believe is one of the guys that was making the musical part of it so i think i i think they are playing shows still i'm not sure um, with with another guy, I guess whatever. Um, I'm trying to figure that out. So if anybody knows, maybe they can hit me to that. Whatever's going on, because I love to see him play live. Um, um, but it's because uh, I really like the guy's voice. Uh, he doesn't sing all the time. Uh, it's a lot of it's elect- uh, uh, just instrumental. The music, but when he does sing, it has like a like a I don't know. It's very like a kind of de- old old school Depeche Mode is kind of sounding and uh, um, but 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 new sounding. So you know um, you know and and it is newer, I guess you know. So. Um, so check it out, it's pretty good. Telephone Tel Aviv, the song is called Mostly Translucent. for another uh, I want to go for another double shot here started it off with the brain damage eclipse from Floyd and uh, uh, as a guitar player uh, Billy Gibbons to me uh, kind of along with Joe Walsh and a handful of other guys who are not really known for being you know big pyrotechnic you know guys just blazing speed and stuff it's more about tone feel and writing and and attitude you know and uh, uh, ZZ Top's a band that I've always really dug and uh and uh, this particular this particular uh, marriage of waiting on the bus, Jesus just left left Chicago. Um, when it drops in, 
uh, when it drops into Jesus just left uh, Chicago after the after the waiting on the bus. It's just it's just an awesome thing. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, I was I always love bands and a lot of bands do that. You know, I have uh, Mary, Mary two into one. The Beatles were were probably the the best at it and kind mm-hmm. of start, started that thing off. But but uh, uh, great feel, just great feel. Good songwriting and uh, and uh, as a guitar player, a, a guy that I admire. Uh, uh, so much, you know, and Billy Gibbons. So it's a uh, little, little ZZ top for you folks uh, waiting on the bus. Jesus just left Chicago. pick here which like I said it was hard to pick only 10 tracks um, uh, but uh, the last one I'm gonna leave you with is uh, probably one of my favorite uh, groups or bands or whatever from uh, in the last couple years I've been listening to this this group they're called Boren and their Club of Gore and they're like a German uh, jazz kind of group uh, like dark really dark jazz i think they call it okay. doom, doom jazz or dark jazz or wow. something like that but it's like uh it's really really um it's beautiful stuff it's it's uh it's very dark but it's um it's uh i don't know how to describe it i mean it's almost like it almost sounds like funeral music in a way you know where it's it's a uh, this 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 i'll just talk about this track actually it's uh it's called uh, on demon wings and it's um i think it's it's fender Rhodes. um uh, saxophone and um uh there's some bass and uh very minimal like just just drum like brushing and uh, cool. you know little you know uh like a timpani here here and there or whatever right. or something like that but uh but it's really it's really soothing really dark um i just turned our, our i was just talking to our manager in the other room about it and i just i was sitting in front of his computer and i saw he had a hit a bunch of it in front of his computer so i've been turning on you know um people to this to this record for for a while but um the record is called sunset mission and to me i think from beginning to end it's probably one of my favorite records in the last year okay um so i think it's a good way to go out for me um uh it's just kind of where my head's at where where my mood's at lately so this is a uh, born and their club of gore the song is called on demon wings close this up folks um 
it's been cool sitting here with Chino and yeah, kind of going down some uh, going down some tunes. I got to check that. that yeah, next jazz, time that we're gonna have to do this out. like in like you know come over to my house. We'll hang out in the garage. We'll go to your crank pad, the tunes and we'll actually listen to these songs yeah, yeah, and, without and vibe a doubt. out together. Without a doubt, that would be uh, that would be very good. Um, we're gonna be spending some time together in the fall here, and we're sitting at the uh, at our uh, at the Velvet Hammer offices. It's been good talking to you guys and showing you some tunes, and uh, I think I'm gonna close out with. Uh, Creedence Clearwater Revival, a little CCR, uh, Run Through the Jungle. Um, a real kind of a, just a straight up rock rock band and, and a band that I was really, uh, God, they were, they were they were huge, man. They, they wrote a lot, of, a lot of really great songs and I've always been, uh, I've always been drawn to songwriters and I, I really appreciate the, the art, you know, of, of taking something and really kind of boiling it down to its basic element, you know. I also like going over the top too. That's totally a, a great a great thing. But for for somebody to really, uh, you know, uh, I think the art of great songwriting is really being able to boil a song down to its most basic elements. And I think Credence as a band, pretty much, uh, that was kind of their vibe. And uh, so here's we're gonna do a little uh, we'll do a little run through the jungle on our way running out of the room. And uh, right. thanks for having us. Celebrity Playlist Podcast.